We're going to get started here. Welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. I am here today with a full triumvirate. We've got David, God of Thunder, Sneaky D, and fan favorite, Ian Dixon. So, like, are the wolves howling at, at Ian or with him? Or, like, is he the moon in this scenario? Like, where, where does, how does that factor in? We all know I don't have a great memory. But mm-hmm. somehow I remember I went on some rant where I, like, called Ian or thought of Ian as some lone wolf man. Oh, yeah. The wolf man. The lone yeah, wolf, the man. wolf man. The lone wolf man. <laughs> There's not a pack of wolfmans out there. There's loners. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to have like a wolfman college. Yeah. No, that's not a good mascot, like a werewolf. We were the Clarkston Wolves. Yeah, in high school, we were the Clarkston Wolves. Did you get any special pride from being a Clarkston Wolf? No, I got more out of being a Wolverine. Oh, CMS. Fan favorite, Ian Dixon. What what was your high school mascot? Was it like Jesus? Uh, Panthers. Oh, okay. So you're the cat to our dog. Yeah. It's like they wanted to steal all the um, Michigan Wolverine kind of theme for our school. Like they had the blue and gold. And then like the, the, they didn't want to say like we were Wolverines though for the high school because of like copyright stuff. So they're like, oh, let's just give it to the middle schoolers. But let's that, that's not, let them be the – or no. Yeah, the middle schoolers were the Wolverines. I don't remember. Yeah, the middle schoolers were Wolverines, but they were also blue and gold. Also, yeah, like, isn't the Wolverine like our state animal? It's up for grabs. I was the Wolverine for Halloween. Yeah, and I was Wolverine on my show recently. Lots of of Wolverines. I just, I didn't realize how Wolverine-y I was. Yeah, you're so Wolverine, you don't even get the wolf sound effect because, no, it's very clearly Wolverine. Wolverines are like vicious little badger creatures from New Zealand or some crap. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like fan favorite, but. You know, he's more of like a, he's like a wolferine. Yeah, I would, I would amount you to more of like a honey badger, David. They're quite ill-tempered. Well, beyond the ill-tempered, the indefatigable nature of them, uh, they'll never quit. They don't, like, they could take a hit on the chin and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I what was that? Was that a zip? Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> 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 getting, a little, getting, a little, getting a little hot and bothered here. <laughs> I just had to air out a little bit, you know? Holy <laughs> shit. Comfortable. <laughs> just letting loose on episode 99. That was my jacket, by the way. <laughs> Not even wearing wearing pants. That <laughs> Well, geez. We got a lot to talk about today. We got a full episode. We've got a lot happening. We're almost a hundred episodes in. Like that's next episode is a hundred. I I something's gonna happen. Like I'm gonna get hit by a bus or something because I don't I didn't think I'd ever get this far in life. But to have a podcast with a hundred episodes. Well what you should do is when you get to the very top, you should just tweet about it and be like, This is too good. <laughs> like, 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 like Elon did recently where he's like, our stock price is too high. <laughs> We're doing too good. We did episode okay. 100. Let's just burn it all. <laughs> Be this like, is Drew. time to crash the pod. <laughs> <laughs> like, delete the whole thing like Drew did with his original pod and then regret it immediately afterwards. 
Be like, you know what? We're going to scrap it. We're going to scrap it and start over. That's the only, only thing you can do is just rise from your ashes. Okay. You know what? I actually had that kind of thought because uh, episode 100, it's going to be a feud cast. It's going to be a fight. There's going to be food involved and we're going to have our cooking shows with it. But there's, we're going to be uh, all three of us a, putting a our... food fight? More importantly, we will compete in several uh, arduous tasks and oh. our podcasting medal will be tested. And the winner of this is going to be Pod King. Dude, this reminds me of like that episode of Thundercats when like Lion O has to beat all the other Thundercats to prove that he's like the fucking, fucking man. <laughs> the cat, I guess. <laughs> He's like, he's like, you gotta verse them all, and you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta be faster than the cheetah one, and I gotta be yeah. stronger than the 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 buff guy, and I gotta be, I, I don't know, I don't think he has to compete against Snarf because he's a douche, but you know, am, am I the com- competing cat or are you the competing cat here? You're the competing cat. You're lying. Okay. Thundercats. Oh, <laughs> the Thundercats. Oh, Thundercats. Ho. Give me sight beyond sight. <laughs> I didn't want that. I, 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 I mean, I just know the, the general outline. I know enough to, I, I watched that one episode and it was enough for me. It was just like, what could, what, what could be better than this? <laughs> what could be better than Thundercats? <laughs> what could be better? <laughs> On that Thundercat episode where it has to defend his title as the leader. Mm. Just like you, Scott. You are our lion I thought I was more creative, honestly. That's what the plot of Feudcast 2 is. You just don't want to have to wear the tight outfit that he wears. <laughs> oh, I will be. You even want to be rippling with his muscles, though. I mean, you know, I might have been working out. We, we, we haven't had any uh, video communication, per se. Maybe I am buff now. I mean, I, you, you just put out an episode of episode two of your cooking show, and I'm guessing you just made that. <laughs> it look like you were like, let me make this before I get jacked. I wanted to deceive you into thinking right. I still looked like that scrawny wimp from eons ago. Yes, that lackadaisical kind of... That rakish imp. Yeah, I, was, I, I enjoyed that. I released Scott's Awful Dining. The reason why I did it was I was really hoping I could upload it before David uploaded his damn cooking show. You mean, damn. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta remember, there's two A's in there. That's right. What's it? What's it stand for again? David's awesome and manly nutrition show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the and gets its own letter. Like most people, when there's an and, it, they, they... <laughs> <laughs> the and gets to shine. There should be a a little A and a big A. So it's like. Damn! <laughs> I got. I never. I never realized the branding could be so strong for this uh, little whimsical pun I came up with. Who knew that backronyms were so like lucrative? Let me tell you, dude. Not only is the branding so strong for this, it's better than one life to lift. <laughs> you know, it's I like. I, like when I came up with my first logo. I like. I tried all these designs. I was like, nah. And then I just went for like this '80s kind of aesthetic and just rolled with it for the. Um, to like the, the rock or metal kind of theme. And then it was so much easier. <laughs> like things just flowed. You're not too far along with one life to lift to just like snap your fingers. It's now the damn fitness. 
Yeah, but it doesn't make sense to call it damn fitness because it's the, it's an acronym for nutrition. So like, I need to come up with a new one that would be like uh, not having the, the N word in there. <laughs> you always have a problem with the N word, David. I know it's. I got to get rid of the. I mean, maybe I'm being too politically correct, but I don't think I should always have it. My for my main brand, it shouldn't have an N word in it. Yeah, I think it's good form not to use the N word in your branding. It can be. Damn AF. Damn F. Yeah. And just add and fitness on the end. Fitness. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, oh my God. You copyrighted the AF thing already? <laughs> Dudes, I was reading about Gen Z. They're a huge target market and they're going to love the AF. Well, I've thought about like a fitness thing called AF before, but it was, I mean, for sure taken uh, just the AF by itself. But if you just roll it off of another one, damn AF. Yeah. I mean, let's do this. We're scientific folk here. We believe in reason. Mm-hmm. Let's do an experiment. Start a new YouTube channel. Call it Damn AF. Republish your One Life to Lift stuff on it. Put Damn on there. You know, and do two versions of every video you make. One that's by Damn and one that's by One Life to Lift. Trying to make this even more time consuming for me. <laughs> After uploading two fucking yeah, I mean, you're clearly willing to waste a lot of time. Doubling up on titles is overall to your scheme. You spent like 40 hours on this video. Most of them being in the last 24 hours. I think 20 out of the last 24 <laughs> hours. I, I asked for a deadline and you, you never really gave me like a, you gave me like a soft target. And then you're like, oh yeah, we're doing the pod Friday, like two days before we did it. Look, I, I told you I wanted it before the next episode. And we haven't podcasted in a while, so I thought it was like, okay, you're going to do like a little 10 minute, you're going to have set up the cell phone, uh, you're going to tell a few jokes, you're going to sh- chuck and jive, and you're going to upload it. I didn't realize you're going to go Waterworld on it. I always go Waterworld on everything. Kevin <laughs> 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 Costner is like my spirit animal. I had to talk you down from learning music theory. <laughs> So you can create your own (laughs) rock song. Your stated goal was, I was just going to download the digital audio software and I was going to learn a little bit of music and I'm going to create this rock song because I don't want to get in trouble with copyright by downloading a royalty-free rock song. That's the point of royalty-free, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they don't have the exact sound I was looking for. I was looking for a five to eight second sound clip that ended with a little tail off trailing thing. And I wanted to at least know how to do that where I could like stem the note, but I couldn't figure out how to do how to do that. I could add like reverb to something, but I couldn't make it go like oh wow, like the Scott take. Oh wow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just wanted something that had a little bit of I couldn't find exactly what I was looking for. So I was like, let me just download uh the most advanced piece of uh, music software <laughs> known to man. <laughs> FL Studio 20, um, just download that on a whim and uh, try to learn how to, and I was like, but I thought maybe since you, uh, you know, could just kind of, you know, you're a musician, so you could be like, here, you just got to string a couple of those. There you go, David. Here's my, here's, here's the source of, here's the, (laughs) are you done? (laughs) But I had, that was actually what more I was going for. The reason why I rained on your parade a bit and was like, ooh, you might be a little in on your, out of your depth here. Wasn't that like you couldn't like make something, but more like 
you wouldn't be able to make something to your standard here. You're like rejecting like Van Halen level guitar riffs, like really good samples with very little change in them. No, I did. I did learn how to sample on the fly. That took me. That was the. That was what took me the hour that I was telling you about. I was like, I wasn't done editing my whole thing like you thought. I, I, I just <laughs> it spent an hour for me to like learn how to just pull it. And I, I said, screw FL Studio. I already know how to use Audition, so I just I, I pulled the sample from there, and then I just learned how to add a little reverb onto the end of something. That was what took me the hour. Okay, and I was okay with that, and it's you know I just kind of rolled with it, and it was kind of a weird flat ending, but I kind of used that for comedic effect, so I just I just rolled with what I had. Ian, yeah, you watched a bit of it. You you know the sample of the two characters he's talking about. Yeah, is he more bro or is he more David? David on the left or David on the right? Macho man Randy Savage, David, <laughs> or, or wearing a polo shirt, David. You're asking me like who actual David is more like? Like if it's like those are the two ends of the spectrum, right? Is he like yeah. towards one or the other? Like which which pole does he tend toward? Yeah. I would say the uh the polo shirt. That's Ooh. fair. When he did the macho man, I was enthralled. I was like, I'm in this video. When when he was in the Not polo the Okay, it's, I'm, I'm not your man. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the not your man because I'm not your man. But like, uh, you're not your guy, bro. But um, and I was like going to be eating it up, and I was going to get some nachos or something like that. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to have salad. And like, you don't realize when you're filming and you have a salad out for six and a half hours when you're filming at like from twelve from at, from like midnight to six thirty a.m. You can't eat that salad, and I would have wasted nachos on top of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you bring up something though. You bring up something. You were definitely keeping quiet so you couldn't. <laughs> You being quiet, macho man, dude. Like <laughs> it's a different effect. That did tell? stick out a bit. What are, you, what are you saying? Like you, you, you could, you could tell that I was filming this at like three a.m. when my <laughs> oh yeah, just oh yeah. With me. Literally, I told her to go upstairs into like uh, you know like um, the, the top level because you know I have that multi-tiered kind of layout, and I was like, go up there, and you won't be able to hear me when I'm yelling. And she like decided to go just kind of in the next room there. So like I'm trying to be like, welcome to the show, <laughs> and like she's like. Right, just like, you know, 30, 35 feet away, you know. So I was trying to be like, welcome to the fucking show. <laughs> it was a little menacing. Like, I didn't want that guy, like, whisper yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, like, you could be pretty loud when you're whispering, you know. <laughs> so that was interesting. But, like, when you make a clone of yourself, I don't know if you know this, but every the exact frame has to be there. The lighting has to be perfect. You can't have flashing lights, a bunch of bullshit going on like I had. So like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't make all the mistakes I definitely made. <laughs> like I knew it was going to be a nightmare, but it was like, um, I was like, let me just try it. Cause I have to film tonight. So I did. And it was like, um, it was, I kept on having to change out the battery and my camera and I had the camera rigged up with the teleprompter and stuff. So I had to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it took you, it took you all night. night. It was, yeah. And then at the end of it too, I ate that salad <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> get, like food poisoning. No, I had to do my stream the next day. That's what it was. And I was worried I was going to throw up on stream. That's going to be the viral clip that like catapult you. <laughs> Everyone just tunes into your podcast. Cause they're like, Hey, this is the puking guy. Yeah. David puked here. Like me. Like <laughs> Chen. So Sabelle wrote in, she watched everything. Uh, she had some compliments to pay you. She watched the latest thing. She watched Damn. That's an exclusive link, Scott. It's a unlisted video right now. So. And this is this is this is her uh, this is her review. 
holy shit, do you have any friends that are just lazy and boring? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's time to do a full-length Scott feature. She's going to volunteer her camera skills and cameras. She's pledging her services to us or to like... Who is that? What is actually she saying? She's going to give access to, so we can do a collaboration thing. She's going to be our director of cinematography. So, but for a feature length film by Scott Cast, I would be, dude, I would be down for that. I would totally make a feature length Scott Cast film. I have no idea how, what I would like plot it out with though. Like, should it be like a documentary or should it be something totally absurd? Mm. Or a mix of both of those things. I mean, you guys really want to do that documentary with Ben. Ben, so like, would he collaborate as well? If like, like, I feel like if you got him on, you have like all these talented individuals. We have an editor. We got yeah. tons of talent. Every everybody on here is like, you know, can act and is talented. Clearly, because you know, we all have our own cooking shows. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great to have like somebody who actually likes editing. <laughs> like I, fucking, like, I love special effects and stuff like that, but I hate doing like rough cuts. And like when, when, when Ben was saying that he likes to, uh, you know, bendy arms when he was talking, I don't know for your listeners, but when he was talking about like doing like all those edits and like editing, uh, like all those hours of footage for reality TV shows, I was like getting anxiety. <laughs> Just like thinking, about <laughs> he was like, this is great. I would love to do that. I'm like, man, Hey, if you ever want to edit some shit, I got so much footage for you to just pour through and do all the rough cuts on. So yeah, we've got a full team, man. We got cinematographer, we got editor, we got the triumvirate. Nothing can stop us. Yes, we just need like an actual good idea to latch onto, and then it'll just roll from there. I'm sure we could like it'll snowball once we get it going. That's what Ian's for. Ian's gonna be the idea man. Uh, Ian's Cold Kitchen has the best ratings of all. The cooking shows we have today. So, uh, is there is there more Ian's Call Kitchen in the works? There are uh, definitely some episodes with rough uh, outlines. Some of those are going to need to wait for uh, for the quarantine to subside in order to okay. film. You're not going to be the one 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 man wolf pack and just do it yourself like I did. <laughs> Why don't you just I mean, learn how to use uh, all these these programs? Okay. Yeah. Like I do. Like hey, David, you just you like just like spent 3 minutes talking about how much you hate it. <laughs> Ian's like, I don't want to do it. And you're like, why not? <laughs> I love I love learning about this stuff, but under a time crunch sometimes it's like it's not ideal. <laughs> I do have the advantage of like having uh musical equipment. I could actually uh write a guitar riff in like yeah. 3 minutes and turn my reverb up and not have any problems with that. <laughs> no learning reverb there. <laughs> background. I don't have any musical background. So it's like when I want to do that stuff, that's why I was trying to delegate a bit there. Cause I was like, I know this is a rabbit hole to get into. I'm not going to learn fucking music yeah. theory overnight. So, but then I also don't have like a, a studio ready to go. It'd be shooting on my iPhone and shit. So <laughs> iPhone shoot like 4k. It'll totally work. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're not cloning yeah. yourself and you have to maintain the exact lighting in every scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll make that some weekend projects. I'll try and knock out some ick episodes. Like while you're talking therapy with your kids, like mm-hmm. one ear in the earbud and and another, and you're just walking around your kitchen filming things, <laughs> you know, listening and talking and multitasking, man. Like you could have a full 
binging with Babish-esque show mm-hmm. with the numbers. That guy has like millions and billions of views. Like I didn't realize it. I looked up his uh, channel just to like check out some videos like because you recommended them. And yeah. it's this guy who just films his crotch and he gets like <laughs> a billion subscribers. That's the secret right there. <laughs> Why haven't we done that yet? <laughs> I hit dicks in the news a lot. <laughs> we should do that. We should uh next time next time we can get together, we're gonna have a three camera setup and it's just gonna be aimed squarely at our crotch. The three broomsticks and Harry Potter. It'd be like we could come up with a name like that. Three sticks or something. By the way, Ian, if you need uh, somebody to make you a logo for your mm-hmm. Ian's Cult Kitchen. He has a logo. It's, it's the Ick Hand. Oh, what's the, what's the logo? I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's the Ick with oh, it's, the, it's, the hands and the, and the gory picture. It's oh, bitching. Okay. We probably could uh, shine it up or something like that. Or yeah, something. we could we could darken the lines up because it was kind of a, a sketch that I like texted to Scott and he <laughs> superimposed it into the shot. Yeah. I'm not like you, David. I'm like, when a project's done, it's done. <laughs> it's done when I'm done. <laughs> Reinvent the wheel. Yeah, we'll we'll go over it in Sharpie and brighten it up. Yeah, you don't have to be like me and like try to reinvent the wheel every time you do a project. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta, you gotta learn on. and master everything. I enjoy learning about stuff. I like to expand expand my mind too, but like I'm way too much of a victim of the Dunning Kruger curve every single time. So I try not to. I if if I do do something like and I'm learning it and I'm just now learning it, I'll be like, no, I'm not going to make it public, except for the entirety of my podcasting career. You can take the Elon Musk approach where you're like, yeah, I'm going to be like try to learn a little bit of everything. You know. I'm pretty sure a generalist is way more valuable on the whole than a specialist. Like the only specialist that is worth a damn really to the point where they can like really draw value, I think, is like the top of their field and everyone else is just like bullshit. But like a good generalist, like that's a unique combination of skills that no one else can muster. Yeah, you want to be like a a renaissance man. yeah, Like Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Be a little Mm -hmm. like da Vinci. It doesn't hurt to like really push the boundaries of any particular pursuit for as long as you so desire. And then when you want to switch gears, just switch gears. I feel like that's a, it's just, it's, you just get pressured into doing things for a career. And then you're like, okay, well this, like for me with my fitness stuff, it's like, I've tried to push that as far as I can in, you know, towards the end of the spectrum for, to, to be an expert on it. But it's like every other, you know, c- kind of out of necessity, but you know, like uh, there's so many other things that I, I like pursuing all the time. So, but I don't think I'll ever become the musician kind of person just because I can't practice like playing the guitar every day or something like that. Just that's where you guys come in. You round me out. Oh yeah. <laughs> just claim our skills as your own. Well, that's yeah, what I do. That's, that's what the, the triumvirate is. <laughs> that is what the generalist does. <laughs> all the specialists and absorb all of their knowledge and then say, ah, I the generalist not. just hires people. <laughs> so, well, while we're getting into this topic, we do have a lot of dicks in the news these days. There it is. I tried giving you a segue earlier. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I like you can't just force the segments every time you think of a pun. Like that's the main oh, lesson sure. you need to learn. Puns are for my friend. Like we would get through the entire show in like seven minutes because you keep thinking of puns that lead to something I mentioned we were going to talk about. <laughs> if there's one thing David doesn't mind pushing the boundaries of, it's puns. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're like the Sherlock Holmes of puns. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be an expert on anything. It's going to be fun. Now that would be a good show. Can't like uh, if people go to you like as a pun consultant, like you're the only pun consultant in the world. And it's because you're so mind bogglingly good at puns. I'm like, uh, I tell people I'm open for business. Be like the, the wise sage on top of the mountain pontificating. <laughs> it's actually causing problems because one of the games I'm designing for Feudcast uh, is I'm going to find quotes throughout the series of, from each of us, um, and we're going to have to guess who said what. But I'm pretty sure every time it's a pun, we're going to know it's David. Ian likes puns. That's going to be the trick is you're going to pick out all the puns I've ever said. <laughs> Pretty <That's> much. David. <laughs> Who said this dumb pun? <laughs> like, is it a pun? Whose pun was it? Whose pun? Yeah, you need to make the title for that one because I can't make the. I'm not going to be making the title for the pun game. You got to make the title for the pun game. Okay. What would the pun game be called? That'd be pretty meta because that'd be like a, a little game, a little pun game I'd play with, you know, to figure out what pun. The pun game. <laughs> the pun game? That's the best you can do? <laughs> I gave you so much praise earlier and you're giving me pun game? It's a pun game? It'd be fun to make a, a, a game, a, a pun game about a pun game. It'd be fun to come up with puns. What? I know the pun is fun, but it's weak. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's the name of it. I was just saying it'd be a fun little game to play to come up with a name for the pun game. Oh, you're punning on your way to the title. Yes. These are warm-up puns. The, the process of itself of coming up with a pun would be fun. Okay. But I'm assigning you a task. At this moment, you're Sherlock Holmes of punnery, for fuck's sake. What's the title of this game? Who said the what pun? Who said pun? Who said what pun? I don't think about it. Which figure made the speech? Ooh. Figure of speech. I like that. So that's like a game that we're going to play on the episode 100? That's one of them. We're going to play a lot of games. Mm. And, and what does this have to do with the cooking thing? I, I still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, David, I don't know how to explain it further. You know how we did Feudcast? We played a game. We played a bunch of games. We're doing Feudcast again. Okay, so it's not Feudcast. We're not doing a live cook-off. You just keep making that pun. <laughs> I never <laughs> said it was that. Why did I make a cooking show for this? I don't understand. Why did I, I just wanted a third cooking show so I could start like a feud. So that we could all have something to argue about. And it's working. Okay. <laughs> See? Now we have a premise for the feud to start. That's right. why I'm the pod king. <laughs> oh, hell, Scott cast. Glory be to Scott cast. So we got email bag today. Yeah. I'm so happy to have that. A lot of people have been coming to me with uh, this show recommendation, specifically referring to Scott Cast about it. Master Charles even wrote, 
Midnight Gospel has an esoteric vibe that would mesh well with the Scott Castigators. Have you guys seen it? Midnight Gospel? I've seen a couple episodes. Since you <sighs> recommended it like yesterday? Yeah. Do you know what I've been doing for the last 24 hours? <laughs> <laughs> you you confirmed with me you would try. <laughs> I okay. I'm stuff. That's why I spent the last hour before, uh, you know, when I before this podcast brushing up on the Sam Neill stuff because that was doable. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. Half of the stuff. You didn't even remember he has a cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Talking about a cooking show. Yeah. Sam Neill has a cooking show and he's got a lot of great cinema, but we're talking Midnight Gospel right now. You didn't see it. Ian saw it. Can you give like a give like a wrap up of it? It's like it feels like a podcast, but it's like animated. Uh, I don't know how familiar are familiar you are with like Adult Swim cartoons from the last decade or so. But uh, have you ever seen Super Jail? I have not. I haven't watched Adult Swim since okay. in, the last, in the last decade exactly. Is Super <laughs> Jail like superheroes in jail? It's a cartoon about jail where in, incredibly crazy and violent things happen all the time. And it's kind of got this like surreal style to the animation and it like flows really fast where just everything's moving and people are getting dismembered and blown up and just crazy shit's going on. So that's like the animation style over like this kind of more subdued philosophical conversation that two people are having. And that's kind of the show. Have you ever seen the has been hotel? Is it like an adult swim show? No, it's this animated thing that uh, it's like this big ambitious project. It's on YouTube. There's only like one episode, I think. <clears throat> it's the but David like, Vander Hayden of cartoons in this genre. The water world of <laughs> like, like water world of animated uh, shows, and it's like about these people that it's it's about all the denizens of hell. But it's like um, it's really it's animated really well. You can tell that they did a really good job, but like almost too well, so they can't maintain the quality again. That's probably why they don't have a se- second episode. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you would you should check that. It's called H A Z B I N Has Been Hotel. Oh, okay. Okay. It sounds like, like uh, something I'd like. I've been really digging like this style of animation. Like uh it's, it's grotesque, but for some reason it's beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Like everything's moving, everything's flowing, like there's a, a huge amount of attention to detail. It looks simple, but it's like there's zero rules. Yeah. And I and Midnight Gospel really hit a chord with me, at least in the first episode. Is the I don't know if the second episode is this way. The premise is it's like a multi-dimensional alien being with a podcast who just visits random Earths yeah. and interviews people in completely surreal situations. Mm-hmm. Multiverse kind of thing. Yeah, it's like multiverse Scottcast. You still refuse to watch Rick and Morty, but you'll watch this. Oh, this was awesome. This was Pendleton Ward. And I, I I don't refuse to watch Rick and Morty. I only watch it in very special situations. Sibel actually last night because she found out I didn't listen to the Beatles. Oh, you mean just like casually? Like I chose not to. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like, I guess that's and it's the same thing. Choice. And it's the, it's the same thing with Rick and Morty where... I limit my exposure to something that I see other people like really get obsessed and like colored by. So like you're anti-pop culture in a sense, because like 
there's people that like having the esoteric hipster kind of vibe where it's like you found it yourself and you curated it within the grassroots community and it's not like something that you can just I wouldn't say that. I would say I'm more like uh because I like pop music. I like like Lady Gaga and stuff like that. I like random pop things all the time. I have way more poppy sensibility than Ian, for instance. When it's something that I see people particularly having their personalities colored by it, it weirds me out. You're like afraid of getting sucked into a cult? <laughs> it's it's almost culty. Yeah, it's like like some personality gets imbued through it or mm-hmm. something like that. Some sensibility gets imbued through it. Like that's really strong, probably because it's really good. And yet you claim to be the pod king. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> You're telling people don't ride the wave. I'm not telling people to follow my strategy. That's like I don't like tell people not to listen to the Beatles or anything. I don't campaign against them in any way, really. I don't think. Have I? Have I said, like, fuck the Beatles? I don't think so. Have I said fuck Rick and Morty? I I can probably clip you saying that now. (laughs) Fuck the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) After this airs, I'll say it. (laughs) Soundboard that says Scott saying fuck the Beatles. (laughs) Like, all right, Scott, let's not, not be like Scott today. Did you guys see that movie though, where the, the the guy, the whole world forgot who the Beatles were, and the guy has to like recreate all their songs? He's like a musician. I saw the you trailer know? for it. I didn't bother to watch it. I feel like that movie illustrates my point exactly. If that can be the premise of a movie where like the big surreal thing is someone didn't hear of the band, right? That's insane. And then like somehow this is a spoiler, but nobody cares. Uh, this somehow John Lennon was like still alive, and then. It was like, well, what about all the other members? So like, you know, if they had never had the Beatles, like if the Beatles were never a thing, he would have never, you know, would have died supposedly in this multiverse here. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, okay, so like, where, where are all the other guys? And like, why didn't they still form a band if they're all still alive? Like if the Beatles are still people that exist, but they, what, they just weren't inspired? Or like, what? <laughs> Butterfly effect never triggered them to make music? I mean, they'd be such completely different people that when it, got to the point where they're like 40 years older and some like crazy psychopath shows up with a bunch of lovey dovey songs is like, you got to sing this. It's only right. Like I'd be like, this person's a freak. Get out of here. Yeah. They tried to use like John Lennon as like his little comforting, like, I don't know. When he's having his, his crisis in the movie, he was like, Oh, John, let me t- tell you about my life. And John's like, let me give you some sage like wisdom and make you feel better. Cause that's my role in this movie. I, I could picture <laughs> like that movie where it's like, uh, you know, no, nobody knows who the Beatles are. And it's like, that's how you just choose to live your life. Just like, I choose to live this other multiverse life in this multiverse. Yeah. Basically. Like sometimes- that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's I like, I want to sculpt my influences so there yeah like what if for you it'd be like what if the world never had jurassic park or sam neill yo like like, you'd be like well i gotta recreate all (laughs) there's this 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 dinosaur theme park okay and they're like that's stupid that's where you're like no listen (laughs) 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 like like search out um what's uh Jeff Goldblum, you're like, listen, you're, you're a special, you're a special guy, 
and you need to be in my film. I need you to unbutton your shirt. <laughs> like Jeff Goldblum's just some dude on the subway. Yeah. He's just some weird talking guy on the subway. And you're like, you, sir, you have a spe- you have a gift. You know, you know what would happen? Honestly, like, okay, I'm, I'm all of a sudden in this universe where Jurassic Park doesn't exist. The only thing I would find out is that I really suck at telling a story. <laughs> I know everything about it, but I can't, I just can't convince anybody that it's a good story. Everyone just thinks it's weird that I keep talking about cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> you know, let me just listen up a bunch of dinosaur names for you. I'm good for that. <laughs> what about the cinematography, man? Wait, so you'd have to be like the, would you have to first write the book like Michael Crichton? Yeah, so you have a Michael Crichton level talent writing the premise of the story. You have uh, Steven Spielberg level talent uh, bringing it to film. And you have uh, a universal level piggy bank keeping it going for six movies. I mean, that's probably easier than recreating the Beatles music for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Multi-million dollar budget. Yeah, whatever. I'd like to see, I'd see that movie. Like the Scott produced Hold. Jurassic Park, be like the lost, lost world that in that multiverse. I would, I would enjoy watching that. And like, you got to convince everybody to to hop on board. But yeah, it, it's um, what if, what if, if we made it easier? And it's like Michael Crichton wrote the book, and then he just decided it was shit, and like never published it, and then you just pick that up and make the movie off it. <laughs> Okay, so if I could find the manuscript, use the manuscript. Or what if you had that that fanfic that we read? (laughs) Just that's it. That's my only source material. Yeah, (laughs) that's only only thing that survived. You just find a bunch of fan fan fiction and twist. It's just as successful. (laughs) Whatever's on your computer, and you just have all like this fan fiction porn on there, and you're like, all right, let's get to it. It's like erotica. Wait, is there a cat in the background? Yeah. Oh, is that Kyle? Okay. I, I, it, it sounded so real. Like it was behind me. Was that Kyle? I thought that might have yeah, been one Kyle's of Yeah, Kyle's here. No, Kyle's here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whose cat was it? Or another game. Whose cat? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. You interrupted Dicks in the News, which started about 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? I don't even remember. I got, I got well, we introduced real. Dicks yeah, in the we're News. Email bag right now. We, we were doing email bag with, uh, but that... You know, email bag is kind of like a frag grenade where all of a sudden the topic goes to the email bag, but then kind of quickly veers into crazy territory. Yeah, I just thought of a good idea. Like if you had like a, a like a perfume product or something like that, you call it a frag grenade. You know, it's like you just basically it's like a fragrance, you know, like a frag and you just toss it and it explodes everywhere. Kind of like a gym locker room. And then you're just like, boom, you just got frag grenaded. Uh, contrary to what you might think, smelling people, I don't think they want a grenade's worth of perfume. Yeah, why be subtle? Why I'm, I'm just going to let everybody in this whole stadium smell me. <laughs> it's like a stink bomb, but like it's, that's your signature. You have like different scents that you have. I think that's going to be the title of the of the episode. I'm going to let everyone in the stadium smell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let people dig for that one. Mm-hmm. I just had to. I just had to get that thought out of my head. I'm glad you had just, that one. That was a good one. That's a gets. We'll look for it in the Scottcast store. But yeah, maybe we should uh, venture into like extrasensory uh, media Ooh, for this uh, this this film idea. Maybe we could do like smellovision. Have like a scratch and sniff oh, kind of thing. The first smellovision in like 40 years. 
Yeah. Uh, just stay away from that dicks in the news segment. <laughs> Definitely going to have a dumpster smell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hamtramck Avengers action. Dude, we could bring smell vision back, man. That would be fun. Can you, like, dropship uh, stra- scratch and sniff products? <laughs> I feel like you could just make it. Just rub it on yeah. something. Send it out. <laughs> Get it while it's hot. Get it while it's hot. I feel like I could start a scratch and sniff manufacturing plant. That that sounds like an easy thing. See, I, I get David-y about, about uh, pr- premises for absurd ideas. Weird merch. Yeah, yeah and David gets David-y about uh, production itself. Ooh, dude, yeah. that's what you are. You're a producer. Uh, you know, you just sense? happen. You just keep hiring yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I just outsource to myself. Like you're a big budget producer uh, working with a single man's body. I wish there was a multiverse so I could just recruit more of me to work on stuff. Yeah, have a whole network. Be clear. If this universe were to have you disappear, should we assume that you just congregated to another David's universe? Where I'm are you just hoarding? Where you myself? Yeah, where you can just army. Yeah, there's impending doom because there's gonna be an army of me that's just coming by and be like, what do they call it? And um, Judgment Day kind of scenario, or it's just like the whole world is just flipped upside down as the Davids take over. Well, okay, <laughs> Sabelle, uh, write in see if that's the feature film you want to do: the scratch and sniff. Uh, David's lost in a warp. Warp hole with a bunch of other Davids. We we go to this universe and bring them back because we got a pod crazy, to do. Crazy plot to blend together there. What it would be is it would take place in the Scott past between episodes ninety nine and a hundred. We got to get you back for Feudcast too. Some time dilation there. Yeah, well, you know when it's multi universe stuff like whoosh whoosh. That was 20 years. Yeah, if we're, if we're bending space-time, it doesn't really matter yeah. what the timeline is. There's like a o- overarching person, like an editor, who's coming in and snipping our lives, who's just bending our reality, and we call him Bendy Arms. Dun, dun, dun. Dude, Bendy Arms <laughs> good to fucking do that. Let me just do this. He's like, let me do it live. Like, as people are living their lives, let me just rearrange it. Do a little snippy snip. What do you call it? Slicey slice? No yeah, slicey slice. Slice. Slice of life. There you go. <laughs> slice, slice of life. See? Your punnery. It's in. Yeah. All right. So, dicks in the news, guys. I need a dicks in the news sound effect, man. Oh! Dicks in the news. Man breaks into Cuban restaurant, eats food and drinks liquor for four days. 70 bottles of liquor. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did he survive? <laughs> Right, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> maybe it wasn't seventy. <laughs> he, he broke it. He just broke into this place and just started drinking all their shit. Yeah, he just he just like quarantine hit and he broke into this Cuban restaurant. It was like oh. instead of stockpiling, this place is already stockpiled. The food's probably going to yeah. go to waste. I'm just going to chill here. The guy's just like you know seizing the day, you know. Like it's a zombie apocalypse and everywhere you go, there's just treasure troves of booze yeah. and stuff nobody's drinking. It's like, hey, might as well just partake. Have a party. By yourself in quarantine. It sounds like the most fun anyone has had since quarantine. <laughs> His experience by himself for those four days 
four days. So like there were two days that were surrounded by days of being in this restaurant by yourself. This man experienced a reverie beyond reverie. I think Mm -hmm. we should applaud him. Yeah. <laughs> you supposed to clap or you got the sound effect. <laughs> the one time I don't you do got this. the applause track. Come on. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He's a man of valor. <laughs> and I believe he's earned uh Scott Cast Citizen of the Week for that. Wow. Yeah. What an honor in an imaginary society that hasn't been built yet. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was technically honoring the the social distancing rules because he was there by himself. Yeah, trespassing. So, uh, the only thing wrong, right? Yeah, you're right. He, he was. Uh, he figured that food was going to go to waste. You can't just, you know, keep food past its expiration. He was trying to, you know, preserve uh, what was what was going to be wasted. Got wasted himself. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, you need something to wash it down with, right? You didn't yeah, want to waste right. the water supplies. Can't have that Cuban food going to waste, you know? Just uh, You think, because 70 bottles is a lot. Do you think he used some of it? <laughs> like, is that like some of it, like he tried to make hand sanitizer? That's what it sounds like if that, because I remember reading that, that he had, I didn't really question it. I just thought he had a good time. But now that I think about it, he would die I mean, if he had 70. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not enough time. They were like opened and like just almost empty already, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I figured That's out. still a lot. I think I figured out what it was. Like the yeah. owner saw that this guy broke in and stole a bunch of stuff. And he told his insurance people, yeah, 70 oh. bottles. They're gone. And it's like it's all in his minivan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's like, I don't know, he must have sold it or something. Probably in cahoots <laughs> the owner. Still, Citizen of the Week. Agreed. Can't take it away. There's more news, and particularly more dicks in the news. Speaking of giving an award when you shouldn't be giving an award, um, commemorative coronavirus coins for sale by Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on whitehouse.org or something i, I remember I, I sent you that and i was like yeah. um it's basically i was like this is basically like sending um like world war ii commemorative coins out before like like right after D- d-day or something like that when it's not even over yet and they're like make some money off of this hey remember that thing that happened that's happening right now that all these people died <laughs> let's celebrate with these coins we got hitler soon <laughs> you got like, like you know Hitler coins. You're like, hey, remember this guy? <laughs> he's actively killing millions of people. I mean, he's as good. He's as good as dead, right? 1943. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was looking up some uh, Hitler pictures, not because of that reason, but I just like looking up the old archival pictures of World War II and stuff. And there was a picture of Winston Churchill like sitting on the rubble of the Führer bunker. In 1945, after they uh, killed Adolf Hitler. It was pretty sweet. It was a badass pick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I brought it up. put <laughs> <laughs> down on the coin. Yeah, that would have been a good coin. I would Rebel coin. I'd still buy that coin. Yeah. Why can't we commemorate something that happened 80 years ago? Yeah, it's never too late to commemorate something. Right? In fact, the later That's the better. True. 
Yeah, you should make some Jesus coins. Commemorate Jesus back in the day. Remember this guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. There you go. That's everywhere. Oh, damn. Do they have a coin? Does Jesus have a coin? Jesus coin. I think during the Heart Holy coin. Roman Catholic Empire, no. they had coins. Yeah. They just they literally have made their own coinage and money mm-hmm. because they have their own country. I tried to make so, a Scott coin. Whatever happened to that? Yeah. I, I, I think I hit you a snag. I tried to make what a... Happened? Uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, I found a little tutorial on the internet on how to basically make your own cryptocurrency using open source software, like real easy kind of shit. I got a hundred Scott coins in some wallet somewhere on the internet, and it's currently worth like a thousandth of a penny. The whole <laughs> lot of them, the entire okay. Scottcast empire. <laughs> You're like a fixed amount that you can get. It's like the commemorative coin. They're like, act now. There's only so many. We can only, you can only buy these coins now. That's they're going to be, they're gonna be like, worth more one day. Yeah. Like nobody knows they exist. So that really drives demand down. And uh, there's only a hundred coins. So as soon as people start knowing that there's a hundred Scott cast coins that exist, maybe people start investing, start trading. Trade it like credit tra- tra- no, not credit cards. <laughs> Trade it like Pokemon cards or something. <laughs> oh, you can just have like, local businesses around Hamtramck could start accepting Scott coins as payment. I could see it happening, man. Like weirder stuff has happened. Like uh, we could, like for the hundredth episode, I'll find a way to get people to buy these hundred coins. Like maybe I'll put like twenty bucks into Bitcoin and back Scott coin with that. And so it's basically just a shitty amount of Bitcoin, but it's a hundred Scott cast coins. And then people start buying them. Why don't you just, uh, you back it with your Jerry's. Ooh. You're like, this is, this is, this has a real tangible <laughs> world value to it. And you have 50 Jerry's, <laughs> you have a Jerry coin. I'm doing air quotes right now, but each Jerry is worth $5. <laughs> yep. So it's like, like why back things in gold? That's so lame. And every Scott coin is worth half a Jerry. <laughs> just half a Jerry. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Because Ian's got a few of the Jerry's, so like, yeah, probably less than half a Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> we talking mint Jerry's here? We talking Virgin Jerry's? Virgin Jerry's. Yeah, of the Virgin Jerry stockpile, we're back. Yeah, we're back by Jerry. Yeah. That could be another episode title. No, I'm conflicted. All hail the Virgin Jerry. Oh, that'd be fun. I think that that's a good idea. You should pursue that, Scott. That's that's good news there. There we go. So expect that for episode 100. Expect it a lot. I, I don't know everything that I'm supposed to expect, but I'm expecting a lot. You've been cooking up a lot of stuff. Well, I've been thinking of a lot of stuff. I haven't done any cooking yet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be too too forward. It's going to be a flurry of effort. That's how I do everything. Mm-hmm. Right. My entire life is a flurry of effort. I just uh, set a deadline for yourself, like you did with me. I just say, hey, it's got to be done. Thy will be done. No, I'll set the deadline when I set the deadline. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it'll happen. Set a deadline for setting a deadline. Okay. You know, well, then well, you got a What We are recording this on, we're doing a little experiment. May 1st, when does Feudcast come out? When do we do it and when does it come out? <laughs> That's the experiment. How long is my, eh, I'm working on it. Because you don't know how long oh, it yeah. deserves to be worked on until we release it too. I feel like we want to keep a fairly consistent clip with like releasing episodes though so oh hopefully not more than a couple weeks okay okay 
but this is what's going to be. We're going to be. But I mean, you get you're you're the one's got to line up all our uh, celebrity guests and shit. We got like a half hour, forty five minute sessions, like four or five of them for the games. If I'm going to have all the guests that I have slated, but you know, maybe we don't have someone. So it's a lot of games. So many games. Six nights of recording. I think if we learn anything from Feudcast One, <laughs> we maybe want to trim trim the fat a little and not have it be like three plus hours. Oh, fine. Okay. See, this is good talk. <laughs> like two, maybe. Two hours, maybe. Well, how many? Okay, yeah. you got six feet. What is? So you got like you want to have like a tight ten minutes, like a tight ten for me. Yeah, that'd be like sixty minutes of content. Just that would be good. Keep it moving. Keep it interesting. And then you'd have your fluff, which should add, you know, just which is just the non-recorded stuff. The you know, like if you pre-record a bunch of stuff from people uh, and keep it keep about an hour, then you know you got some leeway in there to play around with some some extra filler content that pads it on the beginning and end, middle possibly. See, two weeks. I just planned feudcast. You got you got. <laughs> You got one. <laughs> That's how a pod king rules, everybody. Well, just think of it. It takes a week to record. It'll take a lot longer to release. It would take a sure. week. It'll take you three well, weeks to yes. get out. Yes, 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 yes. A wise man once told me to expect your editing time to be three times as long as recording time. So you're like, I'm going to record for a week and it's going to be out in two weeks. Well, it's not like I'm going to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) We're about at the end of the episode. I believe we had a good 99. I feel good about this 99. Yes. I'm ready to spill some blood. Yeah. Is everyone erased? This is, yes, in case you can't tell, we've come to a fever pitch at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Our discussion. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's all in the editing. Tension is clearly built. Um, Yeah. Very clear. (laughs) Very clear. I've downloaded a plugin that uh, makes a pleasant discussion turn into vitriol rage. Wow. That is some dictator shit there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to apply <laughs> that liberally. It's not really gaslighting. It's like just you know, it's galvanizing the masses. It's just straight up fake news. Yeah. It's just uh, sensationalism. It's perfect for a feud. So what did we learn today? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Well, we kind of just recap stuff and, you know, we get ready, ready, to, ready to roll into this next segment here. All of us are firing on all our all cylinders with our cooking shows. We're going to, I think, I think we've already, we're already at the level of Sam Neill's cooking shows, if not, if not better. So. Uh, you did, you did watch those. And uh, he did do air, he did do an air guitar in the second episode of um the two episodes that's released. And I felt, I felt like that's a, I had a bond there cause I did air guitar on my cooking show. You did do get some good air guitar in your cooking show. Oh, that's what I learned is that when I give you like a challenge that you just go above and beyond succeeding with, you end up creating a brand that's better than the brand you purposefully created. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> 
<laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling. I have such a good feeling about it. It's I mean, like the reason it's why so, the content was it's easy so to awesome. Serious consideration. Think about it. Right now, one life to lift is great information, but when you add the level of cloning yourself and having like the bro version and the smart version squaring off on what fitness advice is about, like you're opening up like an entire realm of satire against right. everything that you hate. Yeah. I love doing satire. It's just, you know, it's very time consuming and uh, it's difficult to pull off. And I feel like satire is good in doses. Whereas like, you know, I feel like it would, it would get like, it would be too much to do it all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it, well, it all I know is like, I'm going to need an episode too. Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to by yeah. by Wednesday. No. Nope. <laughs> I have I have a stream I got to do tomorrow. Well, canceled content. Still, still pumping that out. I just still doing that twice a week. I but I've scaled that down so that I can expand to be more streamlined. I'm only doing the 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 stream once a week on Saturdays and I'm trying to line up guests and stuff like that to make it better. Although my guest hasn't got me back back to me about tomorrow, so I'm gonna have to scramble for. What I'm going to do because I had a whole MythBusters game show planned like last week, and um, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that without my co-host. Because if I do it, it'll ruin the it'll ruin the. I'll use some of the topics that we we're I was planning on using for my guests. So I don't know what I'm going to do. But okay, well if you're if you need a host that doesn't know shit about anything, uh, I'll I'll fill in for you if you'd like. Yeah, but guest on my uh, my show sometime, Skype in. You have to. It has to be Skype. Yeah. Because that's the only one that works with the uh, integrate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, it'll just be Saturdays now. Maybe not the, uh, I don't know. Oh, if you're free tomorrow, you can do it if you want. I don't know what I'm going to do for tomorrow. I, I had I had a plan, but my, my guest isn't, he's responded, but now he hasn't responded lately. He doesn't use Facebook very much. So, it's my friend Neil trying to get him on. But, uh, yep, got a lot of irons in the fire. This stream and the YouTube stuff, I guess, see what direction I'm going to go in. But. Uh, I don't know. For now, I'm just going to keep working on this other video. I'm also doing product reviews right now. See how that goes. So, you know, I'm just going to test everything out, see what I like. And then maybe you never know. Maybe I will just decide the best thing for me is the, is the satirical, the, the satire, the satirical stuff. It's okay. Well, fun. Well, I called it. It's the most fun for sure. But, you know, it's the highest level of, of uh, intelligence. It's satire. So you're giving information yes. as you're exposing okay. misinformation yeah. simultaneously okay. with commands. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I believe that's a that's a Scott cast in the wraps. Did, wait, did Ian learn anything? Uh, nah. All righty. So, all hail Scott cast. Glory be to Scott. Okay, so from the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast, I bid thee adieu. David needs a thing. We have 99 episodes. We haven't figured a thing for David. Ben's got a thing. David doesn't got a thing. What what thing are you talking about? See you later, Scottcast Gators. No sign off. Oh, okay. Did Scott did Ian say see you later, Scott Cascaders, something like that?
Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I couldn't even hear what he said because the music was loud. Hmm. So like, uh, yeah, I usually, huh, I guess, 